0: and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm Tracy Barnett, your host and narrator. Heroes, this week we are continuing our Avatar Legends series run by B-Zelda and played by Brandy, Miriam, and Gnome. You want to hear more of it? Because I certainly want you to. So with all that out of the way, let's get to the show.
1: Now, Amara, this was the place Mm -hmm. that you called your home. You've traveled for two hours. It was really rough. Uh, Your back and abs and maybe, like, skull have been rattled a little bit. But as the three of you stand outside of this palisade, I think in the distance you can hear the marching of patrol soldiers. What would the three of you like to do?
2: Oh, boy.
3: Patrol soldiers.
1: Okay, well, uh, I... I, you know, I'm not wanted
3: or anything because, you know, I didn't do anything. So what I would probably do is I'd dismount Dolly and give her a very hesitant pet of thank you for turning to the others and being like, I should go distract the guards so you can go in and I'll follow you. Um,
2: are
3: there guards in your house? I, I think they're mostly outside. I don't usually, I mean, because like usually inside, you just I just kind of live my life. So, not usually. And no bunching walls? No, probably not necessary. Doors aren't locked, I mean, because people come and go all day long, that's why there's the guards outside, so... If I can, you know, keep them busy,
1: then... How, how many guards? I think there's about two of them walking side by side, kind of marching in step. I probably know them. I've probably known them my whole life. Mm-hmm. So uh
3: yeah, I you know, I know them. And I know the stuff that they that they like, I can talk to
2: them for a bit and I, I, I have a bad plan. Oh boy. <laughs> what, would it be easier if we had disguises so we didn't have to worry so much?
0: There's I mean... two of them.
2: Good plan. It's two of us
3: I mean, yeah. If if I I could just tell them that you're my f- friends and you should probably hide what you really look like and that you're not Firebenders.
2: Um, uh, my entire outfit is is from <laughs> the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. Um. And I'm just a
3: colorful rainbow. Where where did you want to get disguises from again?
2: Yori kind of like looks over to the two guards and then shifts his eyes. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> oh, Samara. no. Oh, no. But
2: oh. It would be great to get into the prison with.
3: They won't even fit you. What are you, like 10?
2: I am 13.
3: They're like yeah. six feet tall.
2: <laughs> we'll make it work. Are you going to grow? Well,
4: I you mean, could just I can,
2: and, like, tunic. the ground kind of, like, shifts and rumbles under <laughs> Shut him. Shut up. <laughs> uh, as he, like, has these, like, dirt stilts <laughs> that but make did they? But do they move? When he lifts his foot, Stop. it just drags. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so that when he puts his foot back down, it lands on, like, the little pillar.
4: That's amazing.
2: That is a bad idea. D- do you have a
3: better one? Yes. I did. (laughs) Distracting them so you can walk in normally and then leave.
4: Jill looks slightly disappointed at the fact that we don't steal the clothes. I feel like
3: this is the moment where, like, if this were an episode, this dialogue would have happened, and then it would have cut to you two
1: trying to take the, the outfits from the guards. So I almost <laughs> yeah. want to, like, roll yeah. for this. Yeah. Um, I mean, if everybody is comfortable with that kind of a scene, because the guards are getting closer, yeah. they can see that there's people here, um, yeah. and it's their job to interrogate. <clears throat> it's their job to talk to everybody. And so that is exactly what they're gonna do. And I think at this moment, let's just make it a... trick feels Right. Just to see how well this went. Trick is a roll of creativity. So for the two of you who are going to wear the guards' outfits, Jal and Hyori,
2: give me a trick roll, please. Oh no, it's creativity. <laughs> okay. Seven. Okay. Eleven. Nice.
1: Okay, so on a hit, they do fall for this. So what is the act where you grab them to be able to disrobe
2: their outfits? I mean, I feel like that Amara could still do the whole distracting thing.
4: Yeah, (laughs) but instead of distracting to let us through, it distracts for us to do the comedic, you know, sap like bonk on the the head.
2: (laughs) The the bonk on the head, like it's literally just like a little sling that Hiyori has and whips a whips over like a a rock. And mine's just a projectile,
4: (laughs) like like a snowball, but it's not a snowball; it's just solid ice.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so we see, like, that little the bonk moment where the and the two guards crumple to the ground. They are both 6'2", 6'3". They're unreasonably tall, even made so taller by their helmets that kind of extend upwards. The, <laughs> the only downside, because, sorry, who rolled, it was Hiori that rolled the mixed success. Jal, the guard that you've kind of knocked out, their guard, Garb. Their gerb is pretty close to your shape. It's a little longer.
4: I roll the legs of the bands up.
1: Perfect. And there's no name tags. This guard was um pretty new. Nobody really knew who they were. The the place where like the nameplate would be is like blank as if they're like a new employee, a new hire. Um but Hiori. What a bad day. <laughs> Truly. First day on the job. A bad first day. Horrible day. day. <laughs> Yuri, you're wearing um the outfit that you were about to put on it's got a name tag of a oh god i've got my little uh joko joko is the head of the guard division on in this part of the fire nation uh joko has a bunch of badges regalia on his outfit mm-hmm. that make him incredibly identifiable and you cannot remove any of it it has been like embroidered and sewed in mm.
4: oh god it was the rookie
1: door <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and here's the door and here are some guests
3: mm-hmm.
1: oh my
2: god
1: okay what would you like to do well now we could just
2: freely walk over to Amara's place yeah More or less. We
4: should probably put these two up against the bushes first.
2: That
1: is a smart idea. Do you just like pull them behind some hedges? Yeah, probably just
2: drag them. Okay. Yeah,
1: The hedges in this part of the Fire Nation, they're pretty sparse. Picture like a sad bush that has some leaves, but it's pretty crunchy.
2: I could bury them a little bit and just let their heads be kept above. (laughs) If it fits better in the bush
4: oh is it like sand is it like oh what is it you know at the beach the sand uh
2: yeah, yeah like when you where... bury somebody in the sand yeah yeah do you want to give that a shot that'll be a focus roll oh yeah let's do that focus focus i do okay and just kidding five six seven plus what did i put for focus plus two focus so f- a seven eight nine okay no that is excellent
1: but it's a mixed success nonetheless. Describe to me, what does it look like? You're you're bending as you're trying to submerge most of their bodies.
2: Yeah, so a lot of the like the monastery that Hiori is from, he kind of like moves his arms and hands, palms facing down around the dirt and around the ground, as a way that to kind of like feel the difference between the air that's being pushed from the ground between his palms. And he just kind of like closes his fists together as if he's like pulling up, trying to like pick up pieces of sand, uh, like fistfuls of sand. And as he's doing so, it just kind of starts creating this little rumbling as the earth starts to shift and and eventually cover the, uh, the two guards.
1: I love that. Um, it is almost a perfect maneuver as your two brand new allies kind of watch you in action the illusion of the perfection of it is a little bit shattered when uh some of the earth that has been risen goes into the mouths of the two guards
2: oh 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 oh, no oh 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 i'm not that good at this yet
1: Hmm But for the most part, they will absolutely live. They're just going to have a really bad headache and a mouth that is full of some crunchy dirt. Oh, boy. I hope
3: they don't... I hope they're not mad at me for this later.
2: Amara, we're about to break out your aunt from prison. I think you're going to be in a lot of trouble.
3: But that's... yeah, but I mean, but we won't get caught that, right?
4: Yeah, we won't get caught. Hopefully no one will see us.
1: Yeah, so they can't get mad at me for that if they don't know that that was me. All right, so like you said, Amara, um, this place is pretty open because they rely on the guards to kind of keep it protected. There is a a gold-gilted gate that is mostly there for display, and the doors to the gate are open. So everybody can walk in, and I think maybe on the left is another set of gates that will take you to the palace proper. And then on the right, if you go down a couple more roads, it'll eventually take you to the city center on this part of the Fire Nation.
3: All right. Well, the plans that you guys wanted are probably in his office. I guess if we just walk carefully, quietly, naturally, we should be able to get in and out without problem. I try to walk like a guard. Oh, that God.
4: Is- That is like, you know, like the, uh, like the military march.
1: Gotta walk and step.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Continue.
1: Amara, can you give me a, assess the situation? And this is a role of creativity because we kind of want to figure out, you know the only way, like you know how to get into your own house, but, um, there might be some other dangers that are lurking. I got a nine. Heck yes. Okay. So the nine, this is one of those moves where you get to ask one question. I will give you the options. What here can I use to blank? Who or what is the biggest threat here? What should I be on the lookout for? What is my best way in, out, or through? And then who or what is in the greatest danger here? So what question would you like the two know the answer to? What should I be on the lookout for? You should be on the lookout, not just for the regular patrolling guards, which you probably have their schedule packed. this is where you grew up in. The guard rotation has been pretty consistent, but you know, as the daughter of Governor Zoe, that every time there is a social incident, there are a few more citizens from the capital and i'm trying to remember what the words for them would be is inquisitor right or is inquisitor only a star wars thing it's not
3: only a star wars thing
1: and if it's not a real thing then uh, we will make it a real thing if it's not a real thing then i have been using that word real wrong in this setting, I think Inquisitors are well-respected high society folks from the capital of the Fire Nation that get sent out to smaller, like the outskirts of the nation itself to make sure all of the rules are being followed. It gives you like Earth Kingdom vibes from like the, what was it called, Miriam? The Boiling Rock?
4: The Boiling Rock was the Fire Nation prison for benders. Uh, with the Dai Li intelligence the basically it's the king's oh. like
1: mm-hmm. okay that's kind of what i was going for i knew this was pulled from something that was avatar based um so yeah we'll call them the fire nation's inquisitors maybe i think they all have monocles That feels like it touches both on the Inquisitor and the villain and probably Fire Nation sides. So you know, Amara, that Inquisitors Mm -hmm. are more likely to lurk around in this area due to the destruction of that uh, revered statue. Oh boy. Uh, I'm gonna, you know,
3: quietly, because we're still trying to make too much noise, convey that to my my
1: two compatriots, co-conspirators how do you want to enter just walk right in like you belong oh yeah
3: i mean that probably be second nature it's not you know it's not intuitive for you to sneak around your house not really necessarily so
1: it feels weird to have to do something like that you know
3: yeah just 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 walking in me first just in case because you know i do live there and do guards who are absolutely guards behind Totally, it's probably totally. not necessarily super uncommon for me to have an actual guard with me at some point for some things anyway so Mm-mm. sure and two probably five foot or less in ill-fitting armor is not going to be noticeable
4: <laughs> I thought you're using your earth uh, here he's using the earth stilts
2: I, f- I feel as like at like once we walk in right he's not touching dirt anymore yeah so, like, so as soon funny. as they cross that threshold, he's got to just hop down off. <laughs> so he just shrinks and there's just, like, pant leg dragging. Oh, God. Oof. Okay, we can work with
1: this. So Amara let lets you all kind of step into the, the entrance of this palisade. This is, you know, it's Fire Nation aesthetic. Everything is gold and red. We've got red carpets. The banisters are gilded with gold. There's statues kind of in the recesses of the of the walls. Um, the floor is probably like that the white marbled with like the speckled gold. Um, it's just, it it's reeks of opulence. It reeks of status. Which, you know, Jal especially, that really does make you think about like this is the governor of this entire area. Does he stand only for wealth? Because that is all you can interpret. Amara is going to lead you all towards the study. It is towards the back of the palace itself. There's a handful of hallways that you have to get down and you can all hear the distant shufflings of housekeepers tidying, Rooms being swept, the occasional clink of bronze being polished and clinking against each other. So there's a little bit of life around you. How do you want to go about this?
4: Yep, I was sort of going with Amara's lead as it is
3: their house. Yeah, same. Just, just you know, smiles, the usual smiles, usual airheadedness, just kind of walking. And uh, if I see someone, I just, you know, I just, you know, give them the the usual smile that I would usually give them and and keep walking. And some of them I can get away with not even looking at because usually when they see me, I'm thinking or I'm in my head. So I don't think it would seem terribly out of the ordinary if I just kind of
1: speed walked around my house. I like that. Okay, this is something we're going to push your luck with this. Yep. Because you, Amara, yourself are not suspicious. You are who everybody's going to look at first. But if you're not commanding enough in this moment, everybody's mm-hmm. eyes are going to glance at these two guards with True. very ill-fitting clothing. Oh, boy. So which, uh, which skill is this roll? That is going to be a roll with passion, please. Oh, ten. Hey!
3: Some great rolls.
1: Yeah, you are able to pass through a variety of hallways, there are some doors open, you get a couple of head nods from the staff, the occasional smile, but for the most part, nobody disturbs you. And even in the back of your head, there's a bit of a horror, knowing that, like, Hiyori is dressed up as the captain's guard, and not a single one of your staff kind of pinpointed that as unusual. So, either you have a really good staff or a really bad staff, depending on your perspective. The three of you are able to make it to the end of this winding hallway, and there is a a grand door made out of mahogany or something unreasonable. Inside, there's a plush carpet made of some... something. Large ass table, and sure enough, in the corner of that also mahogany table, are some conveniently drawn-out blueprints and maps of the local prison. What would you like to do? Is this what you guys needed?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, we, we gotta find the right ones. Where where do you think that they would keep your, oh, your uh, aunt? Right. Can I roll an action? Yes, please. Can I do, like, an assess the situation for this? Absolutely. Cool.
1: Like, are you assessing the blueprints?
2: Yeah, the blueprints.
1: Perfect.
4: Can I help by? I guess I just mark fatigue and give a plus
1: one. Mm-hmm. Tell me what that looks like.
4: I try to figure out which way is north.
1: It wasn't drawn on the map, so it's helpful.
2: <laughs> How did I you love do? That. Not really bad really really bad uh that's a five with the hell oh it's still a fail it's still a massive fail Ooh, <sighs> i did y'all not have find good rolls today
1: Mm-mm. okay hiori so this is going to be our first condition marked you can either be angry afraid foolish guilty or insecure what do you think applies most
2: to how you're feeling in this moment hiori a completely insecure i mean this is so uh, he's uh, technically not breaking and entering, but planning to break and enter. They just knocked out guards. This is not normal behavior. And he's kind of just not not there. Not fully there. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't know how to read blueprints. He's 13 <laughs> from a monastery. I
4: think this is up and it's not up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my goodness. Can I, Amara, I really, really need yes. you to save your friends in this moment. Yes. Will you give me a assess the situation? Yes. Thank you.
3: Oh, three. Three. It was a two, but I got the plus one, so it was a three.
1: Oh my God, I love that. I got guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh Okay, same, same conditions. Um, yeah. Are you feeling angry, afraid, foolish, guilty, or insecure because of this?
3: probably guilty i'm sneaking around my own house trying to free my aunt who's in prison because of me this is too much this is a lot this is all my knowledge and all my everything's been very theoretical until now (laughs) it's so true this is a bit much and also like it is so much more dramatic than it needs to be Because it's kind of like the, like, foil character in a cartoon where, like, cartoon logic everybody else is on board with, but there's always one person who's like, that doesn't make any sense. Why are we doing this? Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very guilty.
1: Perfect. And mechanically, so the conditions kind of impose negative effects to your skill rolls. So when you're guilty, you get a minus two to push your luck into defending and retreating. When you're insecure, you get a minus two to pleading and relying on your skills or training, (laughs) which is bending. So if you both want to have those conditions resolved, then you need to have somebody roll comfort or support which can be done however you see fit, but it'll be a role with harmony. Because sometimes just talking with your friends makes you feel better.
4: Can I try to kind of do that buck up buttercup?
1: Oh, yeah. I I almost want to know. So when Amara is looking at these blueprints, what is it that makes it clear that she doesn't understand them to the others?
3: Probably the like rising, like, you know, I'm thinking firebender runs hot. Fire is very much integral and, and... Who she is as a person, I'm thinking the rising like blush on her face and like the like wide eyes, just straight up, like that llama on TikTok with Michael's like, there's nothing. there's nothing behind those eyes. <laughs> just nothing
2: going on. Oh, I have I have a skill. my ability about being a guardian is called the protector's burden. You take it upon yourself to protect the people around you in general, but you have someone in particular, which is Amara. Mm -hmm. When they mark a condition in front of you, I will mark fatigue or a condition. Your ward can always call on you to live up to your principle without shifting their balance away from center, and they take a plus one to do so.
1: Aww. So if you want to take this guilt... Or fatigue on behalf of Amara. What what happens in this moment?
2: I think with with Hiori's own insecurities right now, he's kind of like looking to others, like for for backup, because usually he has his elders that are are there and and able to guide him through. But his elders aren't here right now. And as he looks over to to Jal and and then looks over to Amara and like immediately recognizes that that feeling of guilt because he's felt guilty before and and i and i think he'll go um, amara Mm-hmm. what's what's going on in your head right now
3: honestly nothing just empty up
2: there okay
3: i don't remember anything i ever learned i don't think i paid attention in these lessons very much this isn't exactly the job that i was supposed to ever do so And I kind of thought that architecture was a little boring, which in hindsight I really regret, but uh, I don't know... I don't know how these are labeled. I don't know what these mean. I don't know if this is even the right prison. It's kind of overwhelming how many of these there are. Yeah. I really don't know what to do with this.
0: Hello, Heroes, and welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, have you checked out the OneShot Twitch channel recently? There is there's more content going up all the time. In fact, the crew from the Mystery County Monster Hunters Club just did their first stream about, what, a week, week and a half ago, and you can definitely still catch the VOD. And it's possible that you're going to see my lovely face up there in the not-too-distant future. You can head over to twitch.tv oneshotrpg one and check out what it is that we do. Also, if you are enjoying this show, you can do all kinds of things to support us. You can head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast, and you can pledge there. Little as $2 a month will get you shout-outs. For $5 a month, you get access to the secret archive. And for $10 a month, you can send letters to be read by the crew of the Uhuru over on the campaign podcast. Also, you can leave us reviews every podcast asks you to do this and every podcast needs it so i'm not just going to ask you to go to your favorite podcast provider and leave us a review no i'm going to ask you to leave us a review and leave a review for another one of your favorite podcasts doesn't even have to be on the one shot network just something else you like listening to let them know how well they do by leaving them a review that almost rhymed and now we're out of time Heroes, let's get back to the show.
2: You don't have to do anything with it. It's not... You, you didn't make these plans. You didn't put these people in all these prisons. That's, that's not on you. I know, that, but... That's on your dad. Dad. So it's up to you now. Now you have knowledge. And with knowledge comes power. And you have this incredible opportunity to undo some harm that your father did. Yeah, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do it either, but I know that. And and he, he already looks over to Jal and then back to Amara. We're going to do it together. We're going to get your aunt and we'll get you out of here too.
3: Okay. Okay, you're right. Okay, and uh, Amara is just gonna like look up from the blueprints for a second and, and try to like kind of reset and and look at them with fresh eyes.
1: As soon as Hiori makes that 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 last statement, there is the sound of a a goblet hitting the ground behind you, and then Amara, you feel a whoosh. Of, or I guess Amara and Hiyori, you, the two of you closest perhaps to the door, you feel a whoosh of hot air as flames are cast at you like a whip. Standing in the entrance of the doorway is somebody you've never seen, Amara. Jal, this is just a firebender to you. Just some kid wielding a fire whip in also ill-fitting clothing that... Looks like they might have been stolen from another guard. Hiori, this is your little cousin. I went ahead and used the name generator and it gave me Bacto, Bakto, B A K T O. What does Bakto look like?
2: Bakto is like the complete opposite of Hiori. Bakto is tall, lean, or at least taller <laughs> rather <laughs> in in very like lean in in lithe and has like these stark dark eyes and long black hair. And maybe there's like a little scar like on his like lip from like an accident that had happened when they were kids. Like Aww. it's super identifiable to to Hiori. I
1: love that. The whip kind of retracts back to backdo and he glares at you, Hiori. What are you doing here, cousin? Little cousin. Uh I'm not little. I'm taller than you. Look, I'm taller than you.
2: I'm older than you.
1: I'm still taller. I'm even wearing- Okay, why are we wearing the same helmet?
2: Um, who's this? Oh, um, this is my little cousin. Hey.
1: You're- You're the governor's kid, aren't- Am I in trouble? Mm -hmm. No, 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 I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I'm I'm not here to steal the blueprints. And And he puts his arms up.
4: I have a floating ice ball ready to
3: go, no. cannonball ready just, to just, go. She's going to wave at, at Jill, just like, just calm down. And he's going to take advantage of the situation to look, you know, as, as regal and blank-faced as she's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Goes And you are here
1: because...
3: Did you steal that uniform?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I stole it a couple of months ago. Uh, but it really didn't fit, so I, I thought maybe if I waited a few more months, I would fit it a little better. And it, it kind of worked. I, I don't think I answered the question. Um, I am sorry, your graciousness. Please forgive the citizen of the Fire Nation.
3: Well, that was convincing.
1: Why are you in my house? Uh, honestly, the, the leader of our rebel group was captured recently, so we have to go find Lady Zed. Lady who? Lady Zed.
3: Your aunt?
1: Lady Zed is your aunt? No. Your aunt is Governor Zoe's sister. And
3: and what letter does Zoe start with?
1: Oh my gosh! I never put that together.
3: Uh, so you want to break into the prison?
1: Well, yeah. I mean... All of the rebels have been scouring the prisons in the Fire Nation to figure out which one Lady Zed is at, and- You know,
3: you have no self-preservation instincts whatsoever.
2: Uh. No, 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 he doesn't.
1: Oh, I I just, I I, I don't know, I panic in situations. You are, I think, the
3: luckiest person alive. Because we're also breaking into the prison for her. To To rescue her aunt.
1: And Bacto takes a good look at the three of you, finally. So, there's an earthbender who was previously just kind of saving kids, the kid of the governor, and... Who who are you? And they point at Jal.
4: Uh, Jal of the Northern Tribe?
1: Okay, what if I just call you Cannonball, or, like, Ice? Scary? I mean... Are any of these landing? Ice? I mean,
4: Ice is kind of cool. It would be kind of cool if it was like Ice Ice Baby.
1: Ice Ice Baby. All right, you got it, Ice Ice Baby. Uh, l- let me see those blueprints I've read. Whew, you have no idea how many blueprints I've read.
3: <laughs> so unimpressed, your face.
1: <laughs> Bacta was able to take a look at what Hiori and Amara weren't able to, to kind of fully comprehend. And Bakdo creates a little route entrance. It turns out that Lady Zoe wasn't taken to any far prison. As Amara said, there are countless in the Fire Nation. And there's also one that is not too far from here. It is underground. And according to these blueprints, it just so happens that there is a trap door in this very office that will take you to the prison.
3: Perfect, that is it.
1: We love cartoons
4: <laughs> Wait, why does your dad have a trapdoor to a prison?
3: Um, as we're know, traveling, the house is really old, so it's technically not my dad who has a trapdoor to the prison, so much as like my great 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 grandfather or something. I'm just gonna avoid that question. <laughs> okay, I don't have that an makes to that. sense and also really doesn't make
4: sense, but mm-hmm. okay.
2: B, did you secret tunnel us? Of course! (laughs) I love it! Of (laughs)
1: course. It is the easiest way to get my players from point A to point B. Yep. So these tunnels underground, they are surrounded by earth, and there are unlit sconces all the way along the wall. Amara and Bacto, I imagine, probably collaboratively light up some of the the sconces to create... Mm -hmm some uh uh, vision for the rest of everybody to kind of travel through and it's clear that this section of we're gonna call this the the simmering rock
3: love that (laughs) copyright avoidance yes
1: (laughs) The, the, the hallway down the simmering rock doesn't look very well-traveled. Most of the sconces have a thick layer of dust and dirt on them, but gently you do hear the distant echoes of screams and wails far, far down the hallway. Uh, is there anything you would like to do as you approach your final destination?
2: What is the material of this prison?
1: The hallways themselves are it's like a carved out cavern, so it's just rock bed. The sconces are made out of metal, and as the three as the four of you uh, travel deeper and deeper, you kind of feel the pressure of air get pressury. Oh. You feel the pressure of air. That is a complete sentence. Um, Everything is stifling. The dust is really thick. And when you start to see the prisons that are embedded into the walls of this rock face, they are all made with bronze and iron and whatever metals might have been around.
4: So no bending. I mean, there's uh, rock. rock. Yeah,
2: there's rock and fire can get Mm -hmm. through metals. Mm -hmm. So can cold and cold work really well to break metal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah if you freeze it and then i i you know me and your cousin blast fire at it alternatingly we should be able to make the metal weak enough for you know you to punch through or kick through walls cannot hold me
1: <laughs> you might have a move called that as well for the yeah armor. i chose that <laughs> that is perfect as the four of you are walking, the sound of the moans and the wailing in the background and a little bit of your footsteps kind of echoing along you, Bacto elbows Hiyori uh, on the side. Uh, so, is, is the monastery not standing anymore? Cool. I do feel bad for sending uh, Fire Nation soldiers there, but I had to get out. You sent the Fire Nation? Oh boy. <sighs> yeah. Bacto. yeah. Did I say I was
2: sorry? I think I meant to write you a letter. People died. People died? No. No. What do you- what do you think happens when the Fire Nation comes? They, they- they cap they capture you! That- that's why I'm here,
1: is to let out Lady Zed and- and everybody else who's been captured.
2: Really? Yeah, really. I'm so sorry. I'm not the one that you need to apologize to. Do you you think- need to go back one day.
1: Do you think they'll take me back?
2: As long as you're willing to learn.
1: Wait, wait, until you tell, wait until you hear about everything that I've done. Uh, we've even collaborated with a, a, there's a, a section of waterbenders that are willing to work with us. And then Bakhto kind of like angles and arches his neck a little bit to look at Jal. Hey, hey you. Hey, are you part of the resistance?
4: Kind of. I mean, we are the resistance and kind of points at the three of us? Uh,
1: you're, you're just kids.
2: Bakhto, so um. are you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I turn thirteen next year. Okay, you're not a kid. Why are we listening to you more? Oh, I I
3: don't. This is my um, uh, my experience is mostly from books, so. Andor I... type. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Cool. Cool. Um. Well. You mentioned
4: waterbenders.
1: Y- yeah. 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 There's a whole. Res- well, there's like. 15 of them. But they all came from the northern, well, one of the tribes. I, I I didn't really ask.
4: Well, did you see a 17-year-old girl who has a very elaborate braids?
1: Uh, okay. We got two people with braids. Gotta narrow it down. Uh, well, loud? They're... Is it the loud one? Is it the one who friends? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You have no idea how many times she's stolen my stuff. Okay, no respect for hard. people's property, none at all.
4: That—that that sounds like my sister.
1: Well, that's wow. Okay, well, she's also kind of a big deal within the rebels. And then Bacto kind of continues to share some stories about some of the successes of your sisters, uh, of your sister. I—I I think this kind of. Prison break is something that the Rebels have been attempting for a long time, and often they have been led by that member of the Jal family. So as they're sharing some of just, like, the highlights of, like, how cool this terrifying, intricately hair-braided person, you all hear the jingling of armor and the clunk, 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 clunk steps of guards.
4: Hmm. Showtime. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Two guards round the corner, and immediately they stop at you. Uh, mm. have the patrols changed? And one of them narrows their oh, eyes. God. Oh, Captain, Captain Joko. Um, oh sir, God. yes, sir. What, what, what are, why, why
2: are you in the, oh uh, h- how can we help you? <laughs> so, oh so God. when when the guards were like coming, I feel like Hiyori kind of like from the ground up again kind of raises uh, just so he, he's got some height filling in there. And I'm going to use a little bit of bullshit and a little bit of a power move mm. with Badge of Authority. I There is a move that says... You have some badge or symbol of authority from your background, but currently I have one in uniform that makes you someone to be listened to, if not well-liked or entirely respected. When you give an NPC an order based on that authority and their recognition of it, roll with passion. On a hit, they do what you say. On a seven to nine, choose one of the following. I am hyped for that the fact that he's even written into your character right? and we have this situation <laughs> oh my goodness to... <laughs> that's wild <laughs> it's I, and I picked it because I like was it super into the other ones he was like eh, this might come in handy he's from oh, a monastery people listen goodness. to monks lo and behold we're gonna listen to you as the captain of the fire nation
1: guard in this city um, um,
2: yes it is I. Chokyo, I have new trainees here today. I seem to have misplaced my keys. You, and he points to like one of the other guards. Hand over your keys. I need to show the new recruits.
1: Sir, you sound awfully sick today. Should should you be working?
2: A soldier is always working. Go ahead and give me that
3: roll. <laughs> Has no one noticed that the daughter of the governor is also in the party?
1: I almost wanted to ask if you would be willing to add a help token or a mm-hmm. help point to Hiyori for that because I just think your presence yes.
2: alone—perfect—lends uh, oh a lot God. more credibility. That killed my throat. Too. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I haven't rolled good all day, please. What is this roll? This is a... Uh... Oh, this is... No, not a focus. Oh, no! no! Oh, oh, stop. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. That's a three and a one. So a five total. Up. Up. <sighs> so oh. So on a miss, <laughs> the authority of your badge doesn't sway them. They do as they please, and you take a minus one forward against them.
1: Oh shut up! Goodness,
2: (laughs)
3: I'm gonna have to. Okay.
1: Oops. (laughs) Well, yeah. So it goes exactly how you imagine. You know that the guards, are you, you shouldn't be working if you're sick, and then you uh, impress upon them that a soldier always works, and that is when these two guards take a closer look. You know, their eyes kind of flicker over to the governor's child, and then back to their captain, and one of them looks at the other and says, "Wait a minute." Yeah, that's not, that's not Captain Joko. And they both pull Uh-oh. out their spears. One, actually, one pulls out their spear, one hesitates. Uh, uh, Lady, uh, uh, Lady um, Zoe, you, you need to get away from there. Let me think on my feet.
3: Uh, 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 can, she's so much smarter than I am. Uh, I hate, I hate when you play a character that is smarter can, than you. Can I
4: pretend to take you hostage? Yes. Oh my god. I would like to stand and fight, which is when you provoke an NPC opponent into attacking you, I roll with passion, and on a hit, they're coming at you specifically.
1: Oh my goodness.
4: On a 10+, plus, you're ready for them, clear a condition, or become prepared. On a miss, they take advantage of a provocation to strike a blow where you least expect it. So I'm going to take <laughs> my hammer and be like... Drop your weapons and hand the keys over or else the daughter, the governor's own daughter gets it. And, and I kind of whisper, like, you know, stage whisper, work with me.
3: Okay. Oh, help. <laughs>
1: help me. I'm frightened. <laughs> Give me a trick. Roll, y'all. Um, this is rolling with creativity. Am I helping? <laughs> If you want to mark fatigue, you are more than welcome to help. I'll in this mark situation. another fatigue. It's okay. It's
4: been a stressful <laughs> day. Yes. Okay. So I rolled an eight plus one plus one, so that's a ten.
1: Oh my goodness! Yes, but you to full. and it works. the The guard that was at first worried at the appearance of the governor's child. Uh, what? N- no, you can't take. You're not supposed to take hostages. What? You, traitors! 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 And they start to shout, well, the other one jobs his spear at you.
0: This episode of One Shot features music from the following artists. The Four Cities by The Third Age. The Menace by Hill. Sweet Tooth by Dresden the Flamingo. And Tainted Darkness by Cody Martin. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. That's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back with a finale of Avatar Legends next week.
5: Hey heroes, it's James here. It's time for you to grab a bird, a saddle, and a lance. Because we've got new episodes of Sky Joust coming at you next week. Sky Joust is the One Shot Network's competitive sports drama actual play, inspired by your favorite sports animes and set in Skyjack's World of Sphere. Follow four different adolescent jousting teams as they battle their way through the quarterfinals, eventually to face each other in head-to-head PvP matches. It's competitive because we have four different teams of protagonists, and everybody's got a reason to win, but there's only one championship spot, and the game decides who takes the crown. Watch your favorite performers from around the One Shot Network and World of Actual Play in some intense and hilarious moments. You can listen to SkyJoust right now by heading over to your favorite podcast app and search for SkyJoust, S-K-Y-J-O-U-S-T, with two exclamation points. If you first checked out SkyJoust when it was on the SkyJax feed, we are finally airing brand new episodes, so it's the perfect time to jump in. We'll catch you in the lists, heroes.
0: As usual, we end one shot with a call to action, and this one may not seem as important, but I think that you'll 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 get with me there in the end. As you may have heard, Warner Brothers and Discovery merged. So Discovery bought that company, bought Warner Brothers, and HBO Max is kind of suffering because of it. In fact, there's a lot of content that's being cut. There are all kinds of cartoons that are being taken away. Seasons of Sesame Street have been pulled off the service, and the new Batgirl movie has been canceled. Now, again, this may not seem like it's terribly important. It's just media that we consume. These are multi-billion dollar companies. Why am I making this your call to action? Well, because a call to your representatives about enforcing antitrust laws could have this merger fall apart, and it could also mean wider-reaching applications for other mega-billion-dollar corporations. As corporations consolidate, they very often lay off employees. There are situations like you see with Discovery and Warner where content is cut and creators are left out in the cold when it comes to things like residuals. Like We're all creatives in this industry, and it's very, very difficult to make a living. These companies have so much money, and they could do so much to actually do good in the world. But instead, they tend to just do what they need to do to line the pockets of their shareholders. So, I'm going to ask you to go to fivecalls.org. I'm going to ask you to find the numbers for your representatives. And I'm going to ask you to give them a call and tell them that they should call for antitrust laws to be enforced in the Discovery Warner Brothers merger. Because if that merger is canceled, it will send a message to all the other big corporations out there that antitrust laws are going to be enforced and they cannot just run roughshod over every single person really that they want to so that's the call thanks heroes if you enjoyed this show you should check out some of the other shows in on the one shot podcast network shows like a horror borealis a horror borealis is an actual play monster of the week podcast set in the 1990s in the fictional town of revenant alaska just south of of the nation's least visited national park and way north of everything else A reclusive small game hunter with a magical secret, a young anarchist librarian with a passion for conspiracy theory, and a sensible park ranger with a a strong local book club following find themselves pulled together by common threads woven mysteriously into their past when monsters begin plaguing their tiny community. They soon discover that the things they're fighting run much deeper, and much closer to home. Tune in for a story about identity, empathy, community, mental illness, and healing, and stay for the beloved local diner.
5: Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes.